Welcome to Tucson New Thought. To be totally honest, I am tired of giving this sermon. I have given this sermon way too many times in my time as a minister, and I'm sick of it. I am sick of it. But what I find is that as many times as I give this sermon, as many times as I say, we are the point at which change begins, we are the point at which change happens, we are the point at which, we are the point at which, we are the ones who must take action in this world, it feels like there are other pressures from outside that weigh down, and we will go a week or two, and we'll move on with our lives and forget. We cannot afford to forget any longer. I don't know what it's going to take. I, I thought for sure, I thought for sure what happened at Sandy Hook was going to be the end of it and that there was going to be massive change. That was, that was eight years ago. Eight years ago. As people have come, you know, I've had a number of people come up to me as, as we were greeting and, 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 and having a little social time before the uh, celebration today. And I do still want to call it a celebration. This is a celebration of love and light and what is good in the world. And when we truly embody this, that is when change happens. But the embodiment is no longer enough. That embodiment must lead us into action in some capacity. And what I have been really thinking about lately a lot is this notion. Politicians are not going to make change. That is not where change happens. If you look at the major changes that have ever happened in this world, it is faith philosophies, it is religious traditions, it is spiritual understanding that leads us into a place of change. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. said this, darkness cannot drive out darkness, only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. Are we the ones who are saying, we shine the light on the world, we bring the love to the world to experience something different than we've ever experienced before? Because here's the unfortunate thing, we cannot change the past. And far too many people are talking about all the past things, not how are we moving forward. I'm tired of talking about the past. I want to know how do we move forward? Who are we going to be in, an L, in, 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 in a spiritual tradition that says we stand for love, we stand for light, we stand for life? How are we going to be active in that, not just in our own lives, but in a way that is, that is, that is inclusive of everyone we encounter? That's, I, you know, the very notion of saying there's right and wrong. There are right and wrong things. It is wrong to shoot people. It is wrong. I don't care what the circumstances are. It is wrong to do that. That's what I believe. And I trust that if you're within the sound of my voice, you probably believe that too. If you don't, let's talk. But I don't want to talk about right and wrong. I want to talk about what is serving the world, what is constructive in the world. A few weeks ago, so I can't even remember what the circumstances were. It was another political thing. And, you know, I, I do put political posts on my personal Facebook feed. I don't do them on Tucson New Thought. But I do put some political posts on my personal feed. And there was something that struck me, and I, I wrote something along the lines of, we have to be stepping into action. And I think that social media has done a disservice because it feels like we are active by putting our voice out there. But it is not leading to change. 
It feels like it's productive, but that feeling is a false feeling because it is not doing anything. Why do we not march? Why do we not actively go and, 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 and engage those who we do elect to, into these positions that are supposed to be our representatives, not our leaders? I want to be really clear. They are not our leaders. They are our representatives. And I think far too many new thought houses are, are afraid to talk about these issues. They're, they're freaked out to talk about these issues because they don't want to come off as being political. Well, you know what? If we think that there is somehow a difference between what is socially just, what is right in the world, and politics, we are wrong because politics is driving the message right now. We need to be the ones driving the message. We need to be the ones who are saying, we must stand up for kindness and we must stand up for what is right and we must put ourselves on the line. That's gonna be hard. Not everybody has the capacity to do that. I understand that. But if you can, do it. We have to take action. Mother Teresa wrote this or said this. I don't know if she wrote it or said it. Somehow it was taken down. There is a light in this world, a healing spirit more powerful than any darkness we may encounter. We sometimes lose sight of this force when there is suffering, too much pain. Then suddenly the spirit will emerge through the lives of ordinary people who hear a call and answer in extraordinary ways. I think we need to stop thinking of ourselves as ordinary people. We can answer the call in, in extraordinary ways because I'm tired of giving this same sermon. We are those extraordinary people. It is also possible that we have a challenge understanding ourselves as these extraordinary people. And, if it is, and it is possible that we may need those extraordinary people in our lives. We may need somebody to stand up for us and to support us and to fight for us. So if that's where you are, know that I am here to stand up for you from a point of view of kindness and love and compassion and unity and a, the deepest understanding that we are the point at which change begins. I never really considered myself, well, I was pretty political back in the early 90s when I was in college. I think that's when everybody's really political, right? Out there in the U of A campus. Ah, we're gonna like change the world. And then I got away from it. I'm like, oh, finish college, I go to New York. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna be an actor, okay. Actor, actor, actor. But the things that were important to me in that field were the things that actually said something. I didn't want to do plays just to do plays. I didn't want to do stuff just to do stuff. Just, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to say something in this world. So in that way, my, my activism changed. And I think the greatest activism is always through art. And then I came into this philosophy and I thought, well, there's another way. I can be active in my spiritual practice as well. So active, activity is what we're always working toward. La was it, I guess it was just last week, I gave the talk about the power of prayer. 
saying prayer is meant for one purpose, one purpose only, to change our minds. But if the, if the change of our mind does not lead into action in the world, we must keep working at it. We must keep praying. You know, I, I'm, I, I'm, just as I am sick of seeing the memes that say thoughts and prayers, I'm sick of seeing the, things that say, the memes that say thoughts and prayers aren't enough. Because on both sides of that equation, people are not in action. They're not in action. We must be in action. So how do we heal as a community, as, as, as a culture? How do we begin to heal what's happening in our world? And I know, and it's, here's the other thing that, that is also like on my mind. Y'all come here to be inspired on a Sunday morning, and this is probably not what you quite expected. But, I, but, but you know what? This, this is, this, these are things that need to be said, and I'm not going to sit on the sidelines and not say them anymore. Thank you. In the wake of the Sandy Hook shooting, you know, I do a lot of writing. I'm, I love to write, and I do a lot of writing. And, and this was a point at which I was doing a lot of prolific writing. Where was it? In social media land. Because I thought, oh, I can put it out there, and it's my voice. It still has not done anything. But here's, well, I want to read it anyway, because this, I've, I've changed it a little bit. It's long, so I trust you'll bear with me. I wrote this. The healing begins when we each look within, when we realize and recognize that we are each centers of creation. We are equal in an infinite divine mind that recognizes no other. We are, each of us, the answer to the question, why? We are the point at which gun control begins. We are the point at which mental health begins to be taken care of. We are the ones who can pressure the news outlets to focus on the right side of every story. Before I continue, this next section I added today. We are the ones who must use our voices to contact our representatives. We must be as loud and unwavering as those who want to maintain the status quo. We can bring God, as we know God, everywhere we choose, including schools because God is omnipresent, omniscient, and omnipotent, and therefore cannot be separated from any place. Our relationship to God as God is personal and first and foremost in my mind. Right now, we have the opportunity to determine what our own personal responsibility to the effects of the world are, sorry, and create more constructive causes, thereby renewing our minds and supporting transformation. Causes rooted in love, causes rooted in peace, causes rooted in equality, causes rooted in supporting our neighbor, causes rooted in honoring differences respectfully, causes rooted in the recognition that we are interdependent and must find a way to share this world, for we are all connected. No one else will do it for us. It is up to each of us individually. Individually, we contribute to a new collective idea that will shape our experience from this moment on, but we all must contribute to the healing process, and we must do so constructively. How will you contribute to the transformation and healing of the world right at this moment? That's the question. 
because I know what I do in the world. I'm becoming more active in protesting. I'm becoming more active in contacting my representatives. I'm becoming more active. What will you do today? There is a question that comes up sometimes around how in an optimistic philosophy we address and understand all the things that we see happening in this world and the seeming downslide it feels like we i mean does it feel like we've taken a little bit of a downslide how do we address that from the point of view of new thought in an optimistic spiritual philosophy and here's what i want to remind everyone of that we all have our shadow and what we are seeing show up in the world is the collective shadow. That shadow needs addressing. And here's, you know, I always talk about the healing candle being what when we illuminate that which is within our minds that needs the light, I am talking about the shadow. When the shadow presents itself, we must be the ones who illuminate what is next. We must be the ones to shine the light on the shadow and say, I see what is happening. I see the shadow. The shadow is there. We cannot live in a space of denial any longer. It is up to each and every one of us to say, I see the shadow, and I choose to shine the light and act in a way that is in accordance with love and light, and always moving forward, and always evolving into the next more constructive aspect of being. That's how we can address what's happening in the world. But it will never go away if we deny that it exists. And too many people are, too many communities, I think, are going into spiritual bypass saying, it's all God, it's all good. You know what? It is all God, but it is not all good. It's not. And we have to be willing to step up and see it for what it is and step forth and say, I choose personally to do something about it. If I am not impelling myself into action through the use of my mind, then what the hell am I doing here? Sorry, I was about to really drop an F-bomb. <laughs> uh, yeah. But really, what is the point of my being on this plane of action if I am not taking action to support not only my best life possible, but the best lives of every single person in this universe? And I'm going to say, universe, why not think big? Why not? My activity must lead to a better quality of life for everyone I encounter. That's what I choose to do. That's how I choose to be. And so I will stand up for everyone's right to think what they think. I will stand up for everyone's right to act in accordance with love and light because you may think something that is going to drive you down a path that is not in accordance with love and light. I'm not going to say, don't think that. I'm just going to say, you need to be aware of how you act in the world. And I will fight against anything that is degrading. I will fight against anything that says um, that anyone is less than. No one is less than. I stand firm in my belief that I am God and so are you. And when I say that, I truly mean I am God and so are you. And when we approach life remembering that, remembering who we are, everyone is equal. There can be no inequality in that. Because there's no one greater person or lesser person. That doesn't exist except in our decision to live that way. So that is a decision of power. It's funny, I named the talk several days ago, The Decision of Power, 
sorry if I created the circumstances under which this becomes, you know, I'd have a very powerful mind. Mm, I would like to think it's not that powerful. We are power. Each and every one of us is power. It's one of the attributes that we assign to this thing called God, which is just greatness on demand. It's good orderly direction. It is love. It is light. It is peace, power, beauty, joy. It is spirit. It is. It is good. It is good. That's my belief. That is my judgment. It is good. It can be used in ways that are not so good. That power can be used in ways that are not so good. So the decision of power, how we utilize this creative aspect at the core of our being is the lesson today. It is, that is where we must step forth and say, I only accept love. Um, I did intend to do the random reading today. I'm not going to. Um, just because if it's, you know, it is the power of decision. Let's say four. Let's just see what four would have been. One, well, let's do one or two. 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 <laughs> you ready for this? It's perfect. I am pure intelligence, always acting intelligently. Of course it's perfect. <laughs> if you can... <laughs> right? <laughs> of course. If you can say this without subconscious rejection of the fact, you are well along the pathway of spiritual understanding. If the central idea involved here causes no conflict in your acceptance of yourself as intelligence, then you are all ready to live effectively. You can't, oh, this, okay, so this is really what the message needs to be. You cannot go beyond your own self-accepted image. As long as you underestimate yourself, you cannot succeed in life. You cannot go beyond your own self-accepted image. Are you someone who is going to sit on the sidelines as your self-accepted image and say, I can't do anything about what's happening in the world? Or are you going to step forth and say, my self-accepted image is someone who is a person of power and I can make change in this world that is better for everyone in this world? So of course it's perfect. So thank you. It's just the number I looked down and saw. But what I really want to do, you know, I usually end, uh, we're not going to do this, the, uh, the benediction song that I had originally chosen. Uh, we will do it for the rest of the month, but I wanted to end with a different song today. Imagine there's no heaven It's easy if you try No hell below us Above us only sky Imagine all the people Living for today, ah, ah, ah. imagine.
imagine there's no countries It isn't hard to do Nothing to kill or die for And no religion to Imagine all the people Living life in peace You, you may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one I hope someday you'll join us And the world will live as one Imagine no possessions I wonder if you can No need for greed or hunger A brotherhood of man Imagine all the people Sharing all the world You, you may say I'm a dreamer But I'm not the only one I hope someday you'll join us And the world will live as one A nearly 50-year-old song that is just as necessary today as it ever was. I am grateful to this community for allowing me to, you know, one of the things I always say is I, I'm not up here to process publicly what I'm going through, but I'm here to speak truth. And sometimes the truth has to be spoken in a way that is a little, you know, maybe a little pushy. Push on. I'm going to push on because activity the action of spirit is being is being is 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 what is happening by means of each and every one of us and i think that it is time for each and every one of us to step into action more in service to not just our own lives but the lives of everyone you know we te we we teach a new thought that you can change your thinking change your life well why don't we change our thinking and change the lives of every single person we encounter that's what I stand for today. That is what my message is today, and I am so grateful that you are here to bear witness to this next evolution of new thought. Namaste. Thank you for listening. Visit TucsonNewThought.org for updates on everything that's happening at the center. And follow us on Facebook and Instagram by searching Tucson New Thought. Namaste.